everyone, uh, welcome to the uh, Fireside Chat and the Owner Op Summit. I am Wayne Craig, former owner operator lease purchase with Josue Ramos. Welcome. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm doing excellent on that bicycle tour still and uh, way up north up here. So I hear you're in some warmer weather there. Yeah, definitely, man. I've been, I've been, I've been keeping up with your your journey out there. It's it's good to see uh, what you're doing out there and the the awareness you're raising. It's it's definitely something that needs to be heard. Well, I appreciate that, and I appreciate Freight Waves giving both of us a chance to uh, get to some really important topics because that was lease purchase. I know that you um, actually own how many trucks do you own now in your fleet? We own three trucks. We just own three trucks. Absolutely, yeah, we're, we're still and, small, but uh, that's well, that's what runs. That's what runs the industry. Are the two, three, four, five trucks from what I from what I've read? Yeah, let let me ask you something. This is a um, kind of a back and forth about um, what I wish I knew now, what I would have known then before getting into the business. I've read a lot of your stuff on LinkedIn. I thought it was a perfect choice to have you on board because um, you're really passionate about the, the three trucks that you do have. And for anyone watching this, wanting to be a true owner op, uh, what do you wish you knew then that you actually know right now? I think, uh, you know, the what I wish I knew then was, um, you know, just realizing I didn't really know. You know? <laughs> I wish I, I would have uh, kind of, um, you know, opened my mind up to, to learning a little bit more from, from my dad because, when he gave it to me, he, uh, you know, he kind of just like tossed it to me. He didn't really tell me too much about it. Um, and so it was kind of a distant relationship because he went out to go work somewhere else. And, and so we, uh, when I, you know, I, when I started reading about it, reading about the business, the responsibilities and stuff, um, you know, I really, I wish I would have known more about the risks you know the 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 current landscape, just how how hard it is to actually get good drivers, not just drivers, you know, quality drivers. Um, you know, there's just I, the list goes on. There's a lot that I wish I knew, uh, but I think primarily, if I were to narrow it down, I think the the risk is the biggest one. You know, because when we when we started, uh, I you know I got a little bit. We got off to a good start, and uh, two weeks in, the driver crashed. You know, the driver that my my old man he 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 got for me, and, and he left with the with the business and the equipment. He he crashed two weeks in, uh, four a.m. The, the day after New Year's in in two thousand nineteen. So the risk is is really the 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 biggest thing that I wish I would have known before getting into this business. Yeah, you bring up a great point, too, because even with the lease purchase, I could have actually gotten a couple more trucks to lease it. And that's one of the reasons why I didn't go multiple was that risk. How are you doing in the current environment? We've changed a lot since you and I've met. And even since 2019, I got into it at 2018 uh, when right after the boom. Uh, let's talk qualified drivers. I heard just a lot today that driver shortage. Yes, maybe not. And then there's a more um, shortage of qualified drivers. Even with your three trucks, do you still find it tough to get that qualified driver? I, it's extremely tough, especially, you know, 
uh, in the flatbed market. If if there's a problem in the in the reefer and the dry van market, or the, the the problem is exasperated by the by the fact that in the flatbed market, in the flatbed space, you have to you have to physically strap down the load. You know, there the 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 risk is increased exponentially, not just for the driver themselves getting hurt or you know. Uh, just any type of energy in, injury and stuff like that. It's just the fact that you have to secure that load, you know. And so a lot of times people don't know how crucial it is to to put like edge protectors to make sure when you're tarping something, there's no uh, edges that are going to cut your tarp. And there's just a lot more elements that are added to 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 being flatbed uh, drivers. So I. Uh, as it is, even if there was a lot of people in the market to drive, uh, I don't think a lot of them qualify to be considered uh, quality drivers, you know, because quality drivers, even as it is, you know, even if you're looking at the drive end and the reefer market, um, they're still hard to come by. You know, people who know how to, how to maneuver the truck, make sure they're driving safely, Make sure they're inspecting the, the the truck right, the equipment right. Make sure you know. Th- th- there's a lot of things that people don't think about when they're looking from the outside in that that goes into being a quality driver, uh, and whether you're an owner op or a or a company driver, you know, it's it. There's a lot that goes into it. So, oh, to- totally so, understand to the flatbed space. I totally understand the flatbed spaces. Yeah. I have over. 300,000 miles, you know, flatbedding. And, you know, that brings me to being, being in flatbed and being in this environment that we're in right now, because, you know, the flatbed market is hot. I found personally, I enjoyed um, getting out of the truck, uh, strapping it down and and knowing, you know, what to do Um, when you, in this market right now, is it, is it as hot? And if there was something like you went through since 2019, ups, down coronavirus, now we're pulling out of it. What kind of advice would you give yourself in 2019 for a market that you see right now? In 2019, um, so so we we fell into like a a pretty decent. I fell into a pretty decent situation because the the driver that we had, unfortunately, he passed away that same year, eight months after driving with us. But he he had a really close relationship with a with a, a broker, and so that broker moves whoever he was and works with he would move uh whatever you know truck he was driving and so we kind of established a really strong relationship with that broker and you know the the only thing that i kind of wish i would have done from 2019 was uh get a little bit more involved in the brokering side of things you know because a lot of these shippers and and nobody wants to work with the small carrier you know directly and so uh, I feel like that would have opened up the doors or uh, at least would have, you know, let me, you know, get the wheels turning on, on that side of, of, of business because, uh, you know, everybody knows the, the, the risk, you know, compared to the, the people who are actually operating the trucks is is reduced significantly when you become a broker. And so, uh, you know, I wish and there's a lot of things that, I you know, I wish I would have kind of knew, known, but. I think uh, starting the brokerage earlier would have been something that I that I would have really liked in order to kind of um, just prepare myself and open more doors for the business. But you know, luckily those broke that broker um, they've taken care of us for these past two years. 
three years almost, well, two and a half years now. And uh, no matter what the market does, they've, they've, been, they've managed to keep our wheels turning, you know. And so the, the good thing is that it's directly related to, to the market as a whole because as long as uh, dealerships and, and, and uh, you know, as long as trucks are getting ordered, we basically have work. And so new trucks, you know, new trucks that are manufactured out in Mexico. So as long as they're getting ordered, we, we pretty much have work, you know. And so when the, the corona hit, they stopped one of our trucks and then for about two weeks they stopped another one and things kind of like got out of that you know like lockdown and there's just that surge and freight and and truck orders and trip and so ever since then we just haven't stopped you know and and uh and the market is hot the market is hot these brokers are they're they're coughing up a lot of money because they have to now you know they they have to now then back back then, you know, um, they were, they were, they, they didn't want to cough up any money. You know, they were just like, no, nah. you know, they'll probably drop you for a cheaper truck or, but now they're, I guess you could say a lot of people in the industry are desperate to move their freight. And, you know, that's where we come in. That's why I was so happy that you were on here because if you're watching this and if you're a truck driver and you're thinking about doing lease purchase or straight up owner op, there are true differences, as um, you're mentioning, huge differences on how much. That's why I got into the lease purchase. I had the money in the bank at the time, and I did not know I was getting some advice that if you don't know the brokering market, if you don't know certain things, you can start with lease purchase, and then you can build yourself up. And you, you went right into it. You went straight into it where I was trying to give myself some time. Now, uh, very quickly, a little bit of background. I, when I came in in 2018, very quickly, General Motors, they went on us. I did about a good year, then they went on strike. So I got caught in the General Motors strike and I did, uh, I did uh, uh, the automotive parts and then coronavirus hit. So I got kind of double whammy on that. So if I was you know, doing what you're doing, I would have had to exponentially know more. And so for me personally, what, what I wish I would have known I wish I would have known more about what you're talking about. So I, I could have went straight up owner op. So, you know, that kind of thing. We're both, we're both kind of saying the same thing. We both need to learn a little bit more about the industry, but talking about freight and, and the differences from 2019 to now and like how hot it is, are your trucks, are your trucks rolling like all the time right now? Nonstop? Yeah. And that, the, the drivers is the biggest issue. You know, um, unfortunately, we had a we had a, the the main broker we were working with. He he, unfortunately, he, he took his life. And uh, but he, like I mentioned, uh, you know, before in 2019 and in, in, in 2020 and up until now, um, if we had a driver that wanted to work all year, they would move our truck all year. You know, so it, it's it, we're in a pretty sweet spot where we're at, and uh, but. Regardless, you know, what I've seen is because obviously we're we're from Douglas, Arizona. It's a small town. It's a small border town. And there's not much that goes out or especially in, you know, the, the main commodity that goes out of Douglas, Arizona is something that that is coming from Mexico, from the mines and it's copper, you know. And so but, the you know, there's not a whole lot coming in. And so we always struggle to bring our trucks back home, you know. And so. Right. So, but so let me, regardless. Let me, let me, let me interrupt you just for a, let me interrupt you just for a second there because I did want to touch a little bit because you've said two things. It sounds like you've had a little bit of tragedy 
in the two years um, with the driver dying and the broker. So is that something that you, if you look back, would you have still gotten into it if you knew the tragedy was going to happen? You know, when my, when I started and that thing, and that happened, um, I remember I was like, I, I told myself, what did I get myself into? You know, cause my, my old man, he, he kind of warned me. He told me, you don't know what you're getting into. You don't know what this business is about. And, and, you know, and he kind of just threw me in with the sharks and, and let me figure it out, you know? And so, uh, you know, luckily, uh, six months after, uh, you know, I hired him back and, and he, he's, he's with us right now. He's working with us and stuff like that, but he didn't, you know, it was such a headache that he didn't, he didn't, he didn't want the business anymore. And that's kind of why, where I came in and he was like, you know, I'll give you the business, but if you don't want the business, I'm going to sell the business. And so, uh, prior to that, I had done a lot of work already. You know, I had done a lot of work with my dad. A lot, you know, I worked a lot for free. You know, I'd make sure his truck, the maintenance, I'd get under the the engine, and I, I would I would do everything for 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 my old man and his equipment. You know, I'd always try to keep up with everything, and so I knew quite a bit, but I knew a lot less than I thought I knew. You know, and so uh, yeah, I was. You know, had I known all this. Um, I probably would have, you know, been like, you know, well, solid, solid business. You know, I don't really want nothing to do with it. But, you know, when that happened, I told myself, uh, I, I have a choice. I can either cower from the situation and, and just, you know, forget about the business and not deal with it. Or I can step up to the situation and, and do everything I can to, to successfully bring this business out of where it's at. And well, so I, when I did that, well, I, 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 did that, I told myself, you know, and so when I did that, I told myself, no matter what is going to, you know, no matter what happens, I'm going to try to overcome it, you know, and, and because where there's problems, there's opportunities and there's a lot of problems in this industry. And so I, I don't regret it. You know, I don't regret it. It, it is unfortunate. We've had the two brokers that, that were dealing with this. They passed, they, they did the same thing and the driver, we lost him. And, but I don't regret it. You know, I, I that's what makes me more passionate about this, this industry. And, and that's what drew me to your uh, LinkedIn page was your, was your passion and going through, I didn't know all of that, but, but you've been writing on some stuff about, you know, things going on. So, um, uh, you know, I, I couldn't have been happier to have you on here because you're really, <laughs> that's awesome. So you're really, um, people are learning. Um, there is, how you doing? <laughs> it's always great to have guests, but, um, you know, the pat the passion that you have for the industry to making it better. I think everyone needs to really latch onto that and say how much that, that you care to keep your three trucks running and basically keep, you know, America running. One of the things I, I wanted to talk about is, do you find it easier? Okay, back in 2019, that wasn't too bad of a market. And now it's just going crazy. Is it harder for you now because it is so busy um, than it was when you started in 2019? No, I mean, I think uh, too much work is, ne is never bad. You know, when, when, when there's not enough work and you can't, you know, get your trucks out there and, and uh, you know, it's like, yeah, to me, it's a blessing. You know, it's a blessing. It's, it's a blessing to see that, you know, the brokers and the shippers and manufacturing and, and the people, the, the population in general, they're starting to open their eyes to, to, to what truckers 
you know, go through what business owners go through. And they're starting to realize the importance of taking care of the individuals who actually move the freight that, that, that basically keep the world turning, you know? So it, it's, it's really, you know, it's, it's definitely, uh, it, to me, it's definitely a blessing more than, more than I would say, you know, it's harder. <laughs> yeah. Are you going on, are you going on, uh, what part of 2019 did you start? Well, I started late 2018. Um, yeah, just, the just first like confirmation me. I I signed, was, yeah, was December sixteenth, two thousand eighteen, and uh, and, uh, and that's just that's exactly when I started. Are, are we gonna Are we gonna get an introduction? It's always great to have a guest. <laughs> so you know, as as we're getting closer to the to the end of this. Um, I'd love to have, since I'm doing my bicycle thing, trying to get back in shape and not actually into truck, what would be your advice? What would be your advice to, uh, to people that are thinking about literally doing what you're doing and, uh, you know, doing, doing three trucks, four trucks, is there things that you want them you know, to know right out front? I think, uh, the, the lease owner op is, is a very good choice. It's a very good choice just because of uh, the opportunity you get to use somebody's MC, uh, you know, because, you know, my when you're starting out and you don't know much about it, then, you know, it becomes that much harder to, to actually survive in this business. You know, and so when you start driving and, you know, maybe you drive for a year and you, you lease owner op for a few more or whatever, you know, however long you feel that you need to, to learn everything there is about the, the industry as a whole, you know, just supply chain and logistics. I think that's the way to go uh, because, uh, you know, a lot of people think it's easy. It's far from easy. There's just so much, uh, variables to, to succeeding and and you know there's a lot of sacrifices that have to be made and so my recommendation would be to go the the, the lease owner op uh, route because you can uh, you can expand that way too like you mentioned but you know when you start off uh, with your own authority a lot of brokers they won't work with you a lot of shippers they won't work with you um, there's just a lot of problems, you know, the insurance premiums are through the roof. And so it's like, you know, to me, I think the best thing you could do is, is go the company driver and then the lease owner op, uh, route. And if you're doing well enough, uh, afterwards, if you realize you really like the, the, the industry, the work and what it entails, then I would go ahead and, and get my own authority, you know, but it, it's, it's hard out here, you know, and uh, just the fact that I think statistically speaking, uh, two out of every 10 uh, new carriers survive the first year. So, you know, the odds are against you. Yeah, the, the odds are against you out here. And, and but, you know, well, well, my favorite part about the industry and trucking is it's tied to everything, you know. Every single business you could think of, it's tied to it, and the demand will always be there, no matter what economy, no matter you know, no matter what's going on in the world. 
trucking will always be here. It'll always be an important, an important part of our, our, of our survival, I guess you could say, you know? And so there's, there's a lot of opportunity out here. Yeah, there, there sure is. And, and well said, and, uh, you know, I think they were looking for about 10 minutes and I think we're just about there, but I can't thank you enough, um, for coming on and uh, please tell everybody where they can uh, reach out to you if they're, you know, if, and I know you're on LinkedIn, but go ahead and tell everyone where they can reach out, maybe an email or telephone. But yeah, LinkedIn is, is, is usually where, where I like to meet people and then kind of start sharing my, my contact information and, and stuff like that. But yeah, no, and I appreciate you for thinking of me, Wayne. Uh, I was quite surprised. <laughs> Oh no, I've been I've been watching yours for for a long time. Wanted to, they offered us up and said I'd really really want to talk to you. Now you, if you want to uh, watch me on my bike ride to get um healthy again, uh, you can reach me at a uh, trucker Wayne at Wayne also trucker Wayne Wayne Craig C R A G G on Facebook. But uh, basically, I'm on LinkedIn as well, and then uh, I do have my own uh, uh, GoFundMe page. I'm not working. I'm not collecting unemployment, and you can get that at Wayne Craig Photography. Dot com. It's important to help me get to Seattle. And then I can't thank you enough. I, I, everyone, if you're listening to this, this guy right here, he's been through a lot. He's still standing. That's why everyone loves a trucking company or trucking industry, I should say. Thanks for everything that you do. Thank you, Wayne. Thank you, man. Thank you for, for raising awareness. Uh, you know, I, I went on for a month with my old man and I gained a couple pounds. I came back. People think it's easy to stay in shape out there and eat well, but they don't know what they're talking about, you know. So you keep doing what you're doing, and you have my support also. I've lost. Thank you. I've lost 24 pounds. My blood pressure has been at 150, going lower. So things are. I'm doing all these hills out here, so they better be going down. Going <laughs> <laughs> down. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. I have. I have a lot of admiration for what you're doing. Uh, and especially the fact you're not collecting unemployment. <laughs> That's why they go fund me, man. Things are changing. I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't want to do that. But we're going to wrap this thing up. And uh, I'm sure uh, just everyone, as you're watching this in the summit, thanks, thanks for joining us. It's very important. Owner op, owner op lease purchase. A lot of people have their own opinions on everything. But I think he uh, mentioned it perfectly about, about the succession of where you should go. Just know what you're doing have money in that bank too uh, to take care of even if your lease purchase take care of things that break down so you have a great time have a great day be safe out there thank you